Welcome to Rivers in the Desert International, a revival ministry dedicated to bringing the living waters of God's love to a hurting and dying world. It is our desire as you listen to the following message that the Holy Spirit will fill you afresh and that you would be ignited into a fervency for Jesus. This is the day to be filled with the knowledge of His glory as the waters cover the sea. God is doing something new on planet Earth today, and you and I have the great privilege to be a part of it. We love you. Be blessed. Shalom, friends. This is Scott Holtz with Rivers in the Desert. We greet you this December 24th, 2009. We got some very exciting fresh manna for you from heaven. Uh, The title of today's message is, Did It Enter You? That's right. The title of today's message is, Did It Enter You? And we're going to be talking today about how to stay free. How not to be a captured POW. How not to become a captive of the enemy. The other podcast we did a few days ago about defining the front and the battle that we're in. Um, again, let me explain to you why I'm coming forth with these messages. First of all, his fire is in my bones. There's a fire inside of me to make known truth, Micah 3.8, to proclaim to Israel and Judah her sins. Come on, folks, the sound of the trumpet in Zion right now, hallelujah. Now, right now, there's a very interesting fabric, moral fabric of our country here in Israel. People agree with both sides and not sure what to do. As a parent with a son in the army, as any other Israeli parent, you want the country to do everything they can to rescue your son if he's captured or missing in action. And so we have that same situation going on here with a young Israeli soldier that's been captured by Hamas. Um, his name is Gilad, Scott, uh, excuse me, Gilad Shalit. Three years under Hamas captivity. Hamas wants thousands of terrorists released from prisons. A hundred of those are the masterminds that Israel security forces, some of the units we know personally, that have been laboring nonstop 24-7 the last eight years to round up these serial killers, okay, these terrorists. So you can go back to that podcast and read about that dilemma. And he was suddenly captured uh, their base was surprised. It was a surprise attack. The Hamas had tunneled up under into the, the security fence and attacked the base. And uh, Galid was captured. And we have not seen him for three years now except for one video that's come forth. And so I want to talk about it spiritually, not to become a captive. So the title is, Has It Entered You? Now let's sit back and let me just draw the picture for you. It's the holiday season especially in Europe and North and South America, around the world. Uh, This holiday season, especially in Europe and Canada and America, it's very cold. Record-breaking snowfall happening right now. There's a white Christmas for many people throughout America and Canada, even parts of Europe. Frigid temperatures. So much for global warming, huh? And here we have the so-called recession, People are depressed about work, about finances, about the future of the country. Obama and company are trying to ram through legislation that will put America even more into a socialistic type state and debt up to our ears. 
But beyond that, people in the holiday spirit, so to speak, it's cold outside, not so much activities. People nestle up in front of their entertainment center, in front of their plasma screen TVs, cable, satellite TV, all types of movies. And people center, center in to entertainment. You say, well, it's not that bad, entertainment. Well, first of all, let me let you know that uh, for me to keep updated what's happening in America, I just go to Drudge Report, drudgereport.com. has got a great overview of what's happening in America. Read it real quick and move on with my day errands. Um, but I read it, and they had an article there about Hollywood, the box office, about to have a record year. Folks, in the midst of recession, Hollywood is about to bring in $10 billion just this year alone from ticket sales in America and Canada. And business is booming in Hollywood. So what's happening? Despite the recession, people are going out and buying movie tickets. Despite economic problems, people still have money to go, and not just to go to a movie, but multiple movies this year. And it's caused a record-breaking profit surge to hit Hollywood. Now you say, why are so many people going to movies? Well, first of all, movies is a drug. Some of you are not going to like this, but I challenge every person that hears the sound of my voice that movies and entertainment is rightly what Charles G. Finney, the great revivalist, called innocent amusements. The greatest enemy to revival is innocent amusements. People wanting to amuse themselves. And so what happens, people are depressed. you got record-breaking uh, cold Arctic air in America and Canada and Europe right now. People are nestled in their houses. They are bored. They're overeating. They're sluggish. And so what, what, what is part of the holiday spirit in this materialistic, glitzy culture Okay, I tell you what it is. It's entertainment. And what is entertainment? Something that enters in to attain you. And you have lots of blood-bought Christians, people who love Jesus, people who have been born again, okay, that are succumbing, that are falling prey to this entertainment spirit. And if you don't believe me, just look at the amount of movies that believers go to. Look what they talk about. Look what they do for entertainment. So what's happening? People are, 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 are discouraged by the economy, discouraged by what's happening in American politics. People, people are frozen, okay, because of the cold weather. It's the holiday time. So people are usually taking off from work, okay, and they enter to the holiday doldrums. This is a, a time that many people are, are suicidal, if not, um, uh, depressed, uh, people are hanging out with in-laws that ha- act like outlaws. Um, so you got all these things, and so people want to escape into a fictional world, an adventure movie, a PlayStation game, computer games. All of these things is what's driving Hollywood into a blockbuster year. And I want to encourage you as Christians to wake up. This is not God's will for our lives. Now, it's very interesting um, that it says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 26, that we may come to our senses and escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. Realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. 
Men will be lovers yourself, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness, although they deny the power thereof, from such run away. Though, if we want to be Christians that read the whole Bible and believe in the whole Bible and want to practice the whole Bible and be God-pleasers, okay? Let's examine what Paul is saying to Timothy as he's passing the apostolic mantle to a young apostle, Timothy. He says, realize this, dangerous times, difficult times will be in the last days. And it sounds like Hollywood. You read verse 1, 2, and 3. That's exactly what the entertainment's coming out. That is the entertainment that is coming out, folks. And he goes on and says here, lovers of pleasure, the lovers of God. You know how people um, love their pleasure, love their sporting events, love their um, movies, love their cable TV, love these all this entertainment paraphernalia they have in their lives? And it is tied for first place with their love for God. He goes on and says, they have a form of godness, although they denied the power of it. Have you noticed how many Christians will go to movies like this that's rated R? And you know, rated R does not stand for revival, nor <laughs> it means restricted. You say, well, should I be watching that stuff? Uh, I'll put it this way. Um, if your small little child can't sit and watch that program, then why are you? If you can't play that program on Sunday morning, okay, during worship service up on the big screen, then why are you in your secret of your house Friday night watching it? You see, brothers and sisters, we have to be wise in what is good, innocent in what is evil, and the God of Shalom will crush Satan under your feet. But it looks like Satan's entered into a lot of people. we got demons galore in these last days, folks. Let me tell you something. We're in the demon casting out business. And business is great right now. But I'm, I'm just concerned there's a lot of believers that are, has it entered into you? They have gotten, they've fallen into the hidden snare of the enemy. Just like Hamas built that hidden tunnel and surprised Israeli forces and kidnapped that young soldier and called, caused a big mess for Israel. Even to this hour, the same thing has happened. The enemy has been, and been setting you up through entertainment for your downfall. And it says here, they have a form of godliness, deny the power of God, from such men avoid. Now the Greek word, linguistic Greek T, to uh, the Greek New Testament, for verse 5 says, avoid in horror. That means people that live this lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, that love entertainment, okay, that even though they call themselves believers, have a form of godliness, but they don't walk in the power of it, we're to avoid them as we would the blue blonic plague. We're to run away from them in horror. I wonder how many people listen to the sound of my voice are ready to do that. I know for me, I'm doing it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I'm preaching everybody else to do it. Why? Because we're in dangerous times, brothers and sisters. Now let's go back to this word here. In verse 26 of chapter 2, he says this, and we cover themselves from the snare of the devil. Now, what is the snare of the devil? The snare of the devil is a snare. You can't see it. It's hidden. It's baited. You know, that you're saying about this. This is the time that the enemy wants to bait you. I think some of the most, as I was been grown up, been a believer 30 years, I see some of the greatest demonic activity happens around Christmas, New Year's Eve time. Okay. 
But anyway, let's move back into what this word snare means. The devil's baiting you. He's trying to snare you. And uh, we're called to be sober. We need to return to sobriety right now. We need to sober up. Come on, folks. Think about all of those billions of dollars that were bought, you know, box office tickets, Canada and America. I wonder how many of those people were believers. I don't wonder if believers fasted and then buy for those movie tickets and they gave it to their favorite ministry in Israel or in China or somewhere else. Think about that. Interesting. Anyway, moving right along, it says, we're to return to sobriety, return to one's senses. We need to wake up right now. And you can't return to your senses if you're watching um, this nonsense movies going on out there. I'm telling you, they're nonsense, okay? They're fiction. They're full of lust and violence. And they don't lift up the name of Jesus. They don't even want to talk about Jesus. Anyway, moving right along, it says here, return to one's senses. And the metaphor that Paul uses is that the enemy comes in and dupes somebody by evil influences. Nobody wants to be duped. Nobody wants to be taken advantage of. Nobody wants to buy a lemon from, from a, a lemon car from a used car salesman and get duped for it. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. Nobody wants to get duped by the Democratic-controlled Congress trying to rush this legislation through in a holiday season. Think about all these things that's going on right now. Nobody wants to be duped. So why are you being duped by the enemy? By a hidden snare. Well, my job is to wake you up right now. I pray that you have ears to hear what the Spirit's saying. It says, the metaphor implies a duping by evil influences as in the case of intoxication. The devil's method, take notes now, the devil's method is to numb the conscience, confuse the senses, and then paralyze the will. That's the purpose of this snare, this trap, which is hidden. I'm thoroughly convinced the pleasures of this life, the innocent amusements, the coin entertainment has entered into many strong Christians right now and is slowly decaying them from inside out, slowly compromising their morals, slowly lowering the bar of holiness inside of them, slowly causing them to be innocent in what is uh, ev- uh, good and wise in what is evil instead of the vice versa. The God of peace will crush Satan under your feet if you are innocent in what is evil and wise in what is good. All these movies out there, $10 billion in one year, folks, in a recession year. And you got cold weather hitting Europe and Canada and America right now. And you got people just wanting to, you know, just kind of, this is when they start feeding on videos and movies. And this is when demons come in. Is there anybody listening out there? Come on. Hallelujah. And so the enemy comes in to numb the conscience. Now, you know, he's giving you, he's going to numb your conscience. Well, it's, it's Christmas time, you know, it's New Year's Eve, I'm with my family, they're not believers, you know, or my kids are home from college, whatever, you know, I kind of, you know, I don't want to start World War III, it's the holiday season, let's not have any arguments, and so everybody has a big meal and hangs out, you know, what are we going to do, let's watch something, you know, and of course, not everybody wants to watch football, so people go, oh, let's go to a movie, you know, or let's, let's watch this, you know, cable satellite TV, you know, let's watch this. And I guarantee you, slowly the enemy has been prepping our culture. He's been numbing our conscience. Okay. Your conscience. 
Paul says in Acts, I've lived before God with a clean conscience. That's what he said when he was on trial. I lived before God with a clean conscience. How many people have a clean conscience? How many people have been washed in the blood of the Lamb and keep their minds washed from this entertainment? This evil, you know, you're watching sin, you're watching violence, watching sexual immorality, hearing language, seeing these things that you yourself never commit, but you're watching it and it's, it's, it's doing something to you. What's it doing? It's first of all, numbing your conscience. Okay. The devil wants to numb your conscience. Say, well, it's not so bad. Come on, folks. The, the, the movies that Christians watch today, if you compare that to 20 years ago, come on. <laughs> People would be shocked. Well, people are not shocked anymore. Their conscience has been numbed. The next thing the enemy does in this snare, okay, is to confuse the senses. Come on, think about that. There's movies that are, you know, you think it's real. It's like high-definition TV. You think it's so real. You can almost reach out and touch it. But what you're watching is created by demon-possessed directors, and screenwriters, okay, and demon-possessed actors, and all of the computer imagery. It's a false world. It is not reality. It is fiction, and your senses are being confused. It is not real, brothers and sisters. And the next thing the enemy does is paralyze the will. And when your will is paralyzed, where you can't say no to that, even though you go to church, even though you may sing in the choir, even though you may be a pastor listening, even though you may be a prophet or a prophetess and have a prophetic voice and your, your will has been, has been snared, okay, by evil influences, your conscience has been numbed. And what's happened now? You're doing the devil's will. That's what the Bible says. He says, escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. You're being held captive by the devil to do his will, not, not God's will. Okay. You think it's your will. It's your will has become actually the devil's will. And that's the times we're living in. So this is a warning to you. Has it entered you? If it has entered you, this entertainment bug, I guarantee you that you need to get it flushed out right now. Now, some of you are going to be going coming under godly sorrow right now. Some of you are going to be coming under shame. Okay, I've done that, but I just can't get past it. And there's forgiveness through the blood of Jesus right now. You can confess your sins. Okay? Glory to God. You know, you can confess your sins. Pray for them that you may be healed. You can have your healing break forth. Glory to God. By confession of this sin to God and to, to other people, saying, I've been living wrong. Okay? And you can be anointed with oil and be healed right now. Your healing is more important than your, your uh, senses being tickled and entertained by, by entertainment. Now, I, I just, it, it doesn't make sense to me how most of Hollywood actors are so godless and so left-leaning, and so many right-leaning uh, Rush Limbaugh-type fans and, and right-leaning uh, Christians, come on, watching Fox News all the time, still go and watch this garbage. It just doesn't make sense. You can't serve God and the devil. Hot or cold, there's no lukewarmness in this hour. Okay, let's pull back now. So let's say, okay, my conscience, okay, I'm guilty of what you're saying, Brother Scott, and it's become a, a drug watching this thing because I'm bored. I'm doing it because I'm bored. I'm sad. Or there's nothing else to do. Or, okay, well, the reason you're bored is because maybe 
you feel that you would be a hypocrite going out there and preaching, and the devil's playing a, a mind game with you. So once you ask God to forgive you, cleanse you by the blood of Jesus, get back to that pristine environment of, of holiness with him, of purity, hallelujah, and then go on and start making disciples. You want to get on, you know, why watch some stupid program or even Big Brother or Survivor Series? Why don't you just go out and have your own series? <laughs> Meaning get cleaned up. And then go out and start passing out tracts. Go out and tell people about Jesus. Go out there and look for um, things to do in the spirit of justice. Hallelujah. And uh, God will show you. Hallelujah. And go share your faith. He that waters others should be watered himself. And you're going to start coming to a place of adventure and excitement, not just being in a church service with good music. I'm talking about you going out into the dark places and rescuing prisoners. Hallelujah. And casting out devils and healing the sick. That is more fun and that is more entertaining than anything that comes out of Hollywood. So get past the shame and let's get back into this place. Okay? Because it says the fear of the Lord, Proverbs 8, as I conclude here, is to hate evil, pride and arrogance, the evil way in the forward mouth. I don't think there's a lot of wise Christians right now, but it's the beginning of wisdom beginning to be a wise person. If you ask for wisdom and ask of God, James 1 says, and you're tossed around like a, like a wave of the sea, well, you can't be a wise person unless you fear God because the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. But the fear of the Lord, Solomon says, is to hate evil. Proverbs 8.13. So if you hate evil, you're not going to be watching this stuff. You're not going to be entertained by this stuff. You're going to run from it like the plague. You're going to separate yourself. You're not going to have your conscience confused, uh, your conscience uh, seared anymore. You're not going to have your conscience numbed, your senses confused, and then your will paralyzed, and start doing and keep on doing the devil's will. Now that's what I'm trying to tell you right now. Beware. You may be snowbound. You may be snowed in because of the cold weather right now. You may be uh, hanging out with in-laws that are not believers. You may be uh, feeling kind of groggy because you're overeating haven't been exercising, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I understand this is the holiday season, but God's providing the way of escape. And I believe this this uh, Shofar Blast warning podcast is part of that escape. Has it entered you? Let's be honest. Has it entered you? Do you have an addiction to playing games on the computer? Do you have an addiction with cable and movies? Do you have an addiction with pleasure and football and sports, okay? The only reason you should be doing any type of sports is to get in shape for war, to be a warrior. Hallelujah. I love what the coach, the team I'm on here in Israel, the triathlon team, um, he says, uh, next week's training, and the word for training he used was battle. The next week's battle. I like that. These are all special fortresses. Let me tell you, they're not doing it just because they like sports. They're doing it to keep in shape for their mission, okay? And I want to hang around people that are keeping in shape with their mission. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And brothers and sisters, we're, we're in war right now. Glory to God. I'm just, I'm speaking to the warriors out there. Don't let this snare get around your neck. Don't recover yourself from the snare and the trap of the enemy right now. Don't let it enter you. If you felt that it's entered you, you feel like it's, it's got a hold of you, inside of you. Come on, folks. You can break that. By the confession of sin right now and letting the anointing on this audio bot podcast come into your belly and break you free from this entertainment spirit. Break you free from this spirit of the world. Break you free in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now rise up. Come on and put aside fear and the fear of man especially, and go out and start witnessing. Go out and start sharing your faith. Go out and visit the sick. You say, I I'm bored. I, you, go sit in the emergency room at a hospital on Friday night in the waiting room and start praying for the people there. 
I guarantee you'll have a lot of people who need prayer. Okay, you have a lot of relatives sitting there, a lot of family members. You may even get a chance to get and pray for some of the people in the ER room. Come on, hallelujah. You'll see people healed, the dead raised. Glory to God. You go out and you'll come back and say, hallelujah. And you'll be brought to a place of sobriety, soberness. That You'll say, man, why I could ever watch that garbage? I'm not interested in that stuff. You say, well, Brother Scott, I don't have time to work out and get in shape. Well, you come on. Cut off about 10 hours a week out of watching all this garbage. It doesn't glorify God. Come on, hallelujah. Just wasting your time. Let's be honest about it. You see why? It helps me feel good. It helps me laugh. You'll feel better in his presence. There's a higher joy than the joy of this world. There's a higher adventure in exploits and serving him than there is watching some other nonsense shows. Come on. Even the military buffs out there. Come on. Haven't you had enough watching enough Disney and and Discovery Channel and Military Channel and all that stuff? Come on, hallelujah. Let's go out and do things for Jesus. This is Scott Holtz with Rivers in the Desert. We're coming to you hard and strong for the blast of the shofar. Hallelujah. Has it entered you? Let's be honest. If it's entered you, wake up. Recover yourself from the snare of the devil. Dear Lord, have mercy. $10 billion in the box office. This is tickets alone. Okay? In America and Canada this year. Why don't you funnel that money toward Israel? Why don't you funnel that money toward adventure missions? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, there's a lot more here to share with you. But I encourage you, stir yourselves up. Keep the flame hot for him. Don't let the spirit of wilderness grab a hold of you. And do all you can to rescue yourself from this hypnotic drug called entertainment. If you have any questions, email me, Scott Holtz, Rivers in the Desert, my email address, sh at flashfloods.com. I try to answer every email that comes in. And uh, if you have questions, send them my way. Have a great last two weeks of December as we enter in. Hallelujah. Come on, folks. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. Come on, come to the light. Don't let him expose those areas of darkness. Don't give the devil any place. We'll be talking to you soon. Shalom, shalom. Thank you for being a part of Rivers in the Desert International, listening to our message today to you. 
Perhaps you have a friend, perhaps yourself are sitting there and wondering, where would I go if I died today? We'd like to give you a great privilege of praying with us and leading you to a knowledge of Jesus the Messiah. The Bible says if any man or woman would call upon the name of Jesus, they would be saved. The Greek word for saved is healed, delivered. It's a wonderful promise. You're there now in your automobile, perhaps at home listening. Go ahead and pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus to forgive me of my sins. The Bible says if anybody would call upon your name, they'd be saved. I'm calling today, Lord. Save me. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Take all of my sins and cast them into the sea of forgetfulness. Father, I'm coming running home to you now. In your name I pray. Amen. If you'd like to contact us in our ministry, you may do so by writing us at Rivers in the Desert, P.O. Box 2788 in Alpharetta, Georgia, 30023 in the United States of America. Our ministry phone number is 770-777-0143. Of course, you can reach us anytime, 24-7, at our website contact page at www.flashfloods.com. Looking forward to hearing from you. We are here to help equip you to be tactical warriors in this hour, to wake up this church, to win and disciple lost souls, and to take out terrorism of all forms. God bless you. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Shalom, shalom. Shalom.